Hey guys, welcome back to the Week in Review. Beth and I are here. <laughs> this is take 22. Hi yeah. guys, welcome. Welcome, welcome back. Uh, before we jump in and dissect and pull apart the amazing sermon that, uh, oh yeah, wait, hang on. Not the amazing sermon, <laughs> just the talk that I gave this weekend. Hey, is that hard for you in small group to talk yes. about your message? Yes. Yes. Oh, by the way, guys, what'd you think about what I said this weekend? Like, Actually, whenever I do small groups <laughs> after the week I teach, I never ask that question. What stood out to you? Yeah. Yeah. But before we get to that, uh, a couple announcements that we want to chat about is this past weekend, we had about 56, 57 guys go out to our, our men's retreat up at Palomar Mountain. Awesome. And so uh, a lot of you guys, some of you, I know there's a couple group, the Earnhardt group, I think all the guys went up. Other ones of our group, I had two guys in my small group make it, and I'm going to challenge you. There's probably one or two guys inside your small group that went up. If you have guys that you know went to the men's retreat, <clears throat> before you jump in, before you do announcements, just hey, what was the highlight for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, how was it? You know, it's a great way to encourage other men to go, but it's also a great way for us to be invited into what God's doing on a bigger level. It's awesome. Good time open up sharing about Outside that. Outside of that, uh, the announcements we have is we've been, we're in the middle now of our Crosspoint Christmas giving. And so we're highlighting things like the Giving Tree, uh, Operation Christmas Child, and Compassion sure. International. Uh, we've had the booth outs for the last two weekends. Uh, and they'll be out from one more weekend coming up. And then the collection of those items and stuff is going to be right on the heels of that. And so I know that you guys just made it through Halloween last week. You just survived the World Series and everything mm-hmm. else. And yet there is a bird already in your fridge probably getting ready for Thanksgiving. And you guys are getting those candy yams started up and all already? that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I don't know. there's no bird in anyone's fridge. No. All right, sorry. There's the one in your freezer then. Yes. Um, getting all ready to go. So, But we said... I know we're not there to Thanksgiving yet, but Christmas is coming. We want those gifts to come in. And the reason why we did it so early is because we want to make sure those gifts get to them by the time the Christmas tree comes around. So that being said, let's jump into this message. Uh, we're continuing on and discover and follow. And the week before, we went through a message, and I know the one we all survived, the, the message on giving. On money, yes. And what's interesting is what, what that week was really about was how do we follow Jesus with our money? And what really this week's about, how do we follow Jesus with our time? Mm. How do we follow Jesus with, with our very being? So we looked at a little story of, of Mary and Martha, these two sisters, and we discovered how, uh, while they both were concerned with good thing, only one of them found the main thing. The God thing. Or the one thing. Yes. Yeah. And so um, we want to really just kind of be pressing into that this week. And if you open up your intersect, it does look a little bit different. We go through our typical first question. And I always ask, um, and I know Steve sometimes asks a question on the intersect, of what did you disagree with? And not that I don't think that people disagree with things I say. I know they do. They send me emails. So, <laughs> um, But I ask the question, what confused you? Is because more often than not, I feel like some people are confused when I'm done teaching. <laughs> And I really want us to be able to flesh that out. And so that's a great way. Hey, is there anything that maybe... But also what confused one might be crystal clear for another. And that's why so, I want to ask it. Not that you have all the answers. Start but, conversation. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, you might not know all the answers, but there's more than like there's somebody in your group that does know the answers. Mm-hmm. So that's why I want it shared. So going to that second question, and this is a two-parter here. Um, and so this comes to this idea of there are things that we saw in Martha's life that distracted her though, you know, we talked about the many things that distracted mm-hmm. her from the main thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And what we talked about for us is there are many things that not just distract us, but that they actually consume us. Mm -hmm. And so um, whether that's, uh, you know, your favorite sport team that is doing really, really well or, or, or really, bad. really bad in Go my Broncos. Case. Um, no, that's so sad. You know, or whether it's your kids, it's your education, it's your job, it's your that, marriage. Yeah, it's your that family, deadline. Yeah. And, and a lot of these things, again, these are, a lot of these things are good things. You know, it's a good thing to be, you know, to want to work, be a great at your job and earn a good paycheck and all those things. But are they really consuming you? And what we talked about, this is one thing. There's only one thing that, that can consume you that doesn't really take everything from you. And so what I want you to do is I want you to be honest. I tried to be honest in my sermon this last weekend and I started off with a list of things mm-hmm. uh, that were consuming me last week. What are the things that are consuming you? When you ask this question, I want you as a leader to be bold and maybe before you say, hey, what's consuming y'all? Yeah. Hey, I have five. Here's one. Yeah. And as you share, you're going to set the tone. Yep. You know, and so being really mindful that you really are, you really are the person that they're looking to. Yeah. To navigate how the night's going to look. Yeah. So somebody's starting like, hey, I'm on a diet. Let's be honest. It's rough. It consumes my thoughts as I sit there and approach like I want to eat everything in the fridge and I can't. So how much of my thought is going into what I can or maybe what I can't eat? Mm-hmm. Or, or want ma- to eat. Or want to eat, <laughs> yes. You know, or it's, hey, you know, I have um, my kid is struggling in math right now. I'm consumed with the fact that I, I don't understand it, let alone h- helping mm-hmm. him understand mm-hmm. it. Whatever it is, my marriage is struggling. Whatever those, whatever my, those things are, if you jumped out and you were bold in those things, now be truthful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I was using just some other examples, but you need to be truthful with what you're sitting here and doing. So, Hey, these are things I'm struggling with. I try to be truthful this weekend. You need to try to be truthful inside your small groups. But after we had sent around a list and we're not gonna be able to do all five. Okay. Cause you're gonna be there forever. All right. So pick a few of them. But that second question is what we want to get you to in, in that. And that is, just take a minute and say, okay, of these five, what are, what are the benefits and maybe some of the consequences yeah, and in that, honestly, I think what we're going to do with our small group this week is we're going to split after the little introduction. We have lots of guys going to men's retreat, you know, sharing that, and then we're going to split because I feel like there are some things that are heavy in our small group and that this would be a really good time. I think we'll get more honesty yep. and the 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 level will be deeper and I like how you put that little last thing uh, on that second part of question two of that you're willing to admit. Yeah. Because as we're going to be sitting there, you know, we're going to be more willing to admit it in a group of our same gender, you know, yeah. and the gender split groups. So I think we're going to split right at question two. We need to be honest that there are some big benefits to the things and there's also some big consequences. But all too often, we're not willing to admit it to ourselves. And mm-hmm. so there's no way we're going to admit it to everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we kind of put that there. I think grid splitting is a great idea. The other way you can do this is if you want to share it in group, you might get one version and then go back and revisit that same question again inside split time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think splitting early is great. I think that you could reverse the order a little bit. So you could go through Maybe the verses. Maybe do passages. Yep. Yeah, do passages. So you can do some sharing about the, the message, kind of answering all the questions, <clears throat> go through the passages, and then roll through these uh, questions two and four. I like that idea. On the passages, uh, again, what I like to try to do is I'm such a... I always like to put people in a narrative. I always like to put people in a story. I see life through story. And so that's what I did here. So I gave you three stories and you might, you might struggle a little bit in a couple of them. Again, I'm trying to get you to this idea of oftentimes we get consumed with worry. 
I talked a lot about safety and the savior this week, and I talked about mm-hmm. these kind of things. And so for us, is is sometimes we don't understand is is there's these outside forces that are that are consuming us. That God says, no, there's something better here. There's the one thing, and you missed it. And so I try to put some examples from the Old Testament, the New Testament. The Second Chronicles passage is an interesting passage. I only took a few verses of this passage, but what we need to see is the people of God are coming up against a great enemy, an enemy that in all worldly standards should have conquered them, an enemy that should have brought them great fear, an enemy that should have consumed them literally. Mm-hmm. But what God is saying, that they should be strong they should be strong and confident, they should be courageous to step out, and, that, and as long as they kept the main thing the main thing, as long as they realize it wasn't by their power or their might, but it was by God's uh, you know, grace and mercy upon them that they were going to be victorious. I think a lot of us need to read this passage is because sometimes we face things that are way too big for us. Mm-hmm. You know, like I shared, I mean, there's things out here that, you know, one of them starts with a C. <laughs> it's cancer. There, there is, there's illness. There is death. There is, there is job loss. There is all these things and we're, we can't, we can't do it. We can't do it. But we, if we keep the main thing, the main thing, then we can always say that that doesn't have to consume me. Mm-hmm. That doesn't have to consume me and rather because there's someone greater. And so let's not miss it. Let's not be distracted by the little things in the world, the good things in the world, and also these things that look too big. Going into the Matthew 6, and there's one very specific reason why I want Matthew 6 this week is because we looked at it last week. Mm, it's a good we re- segue. <laughs> it's a good segue. Last week we read the verses that led right up to verse 25. But to be honest, we can't talk about money and what Jesus was saying out there in money and about storing your treasure in heaven if we don't see what happens in verse 25 through verse 34. And he says, do not, why are you so worried? Mm-hmm. And he talks about his provision in that second part of this passage. And so when it talks about keeping Jesus the main thing, you know, we need to make sure we're focusing on his provision. The fact of the matter that just as he covered, cared for the, the birds in the, in the air and the lilies in the field, he's going to care for us. So why are you so distracted? Last one there is is an interesting passage about First Peter, and that's is where I want us to get to realize it's not just the forces in nature, it's not just the forces in our family, it's not just the forces around the Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. It, it, there there is a an evil one, and he's roaring around like a lion, and he's waiting to prowl upon you. And all too often, it comes in the in the, in the dark of the night. It comes when we allow these little tiny distractions to become things that absolutely consume us. And so, men, so ladies, you know. Stay alert. Stay alert, yeah. And then lastly, we get to the application portion of the message. And and again, I'm not original. I say this all the time. Mm -hmm. This is what we see Mary do. We see Mary stop. We see Mary sit. We see Mary listen. And so I want you to walk through that and just what are some practical ways? I try to do a little bit this weekend for you, but I can't prescribe how every single one of us is supposed to stop. And this idea, how are we supposed to schedule a stopping point in our life to say, I'm not going to let anything interfere. Mm Mm-hmm. We stop for our kids' sport team games. We stop for to watch some Netflix. We stop for the World Series. I don't know how many times in the last several weeks. We stop for all these other things, but have we scheduled a time where we're just going to stop? Where we're going to sit? We're going again sitting is that submitting ourselves into Him, mm-hmm. and we're going to listen. We're going to allow Him to be the teacher, and where we can be the student. And when we do these things, it is amazing to see how all of a sudden the many things slide away, and the main thing becomes really clear. That's good, Tim. And so my hope is, is that we can see that inside small groups. Uh, we are coming up to the end of the semester. We are on the downhill slide mm-hmm. into the long Christmas break. And I just wanted you guys to be encouraged as we continue to try to faithfully serve the people of God's been underneath us. We love you guys. We so appreciate all of you.